Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Minister for Agriculture Charlie McConnell confirmed he was to meet farming bodies on Tuesday to discuss food and animal feed security in the light of the ongoing war in Ukraine. I'm joined by the chair of Wexford IFA, Gerald Manny. Good morning to Ger. Good morning, Alan. And I'm also joined by Fianna Fáil Senator Malcolm Byrne, who has been raising the issue of flower production in the Senate as well, and other issues too. Good morning to you, Malcolm. Uh, good morning, Alan. Good morning, Ger, and good morning to your listeners. Right, Ger, I'll come to you first off. So you set the scene for us. This was in a very important meeting. Tomorrow, by the way, I'll be speaking to Pat O'Toole about green diesel and about fodder. So I'll park those two issues for the moment, if you don't mind, Ger, because Pat That's is going perfect. to look at them for me. But uh, the whole area of extra grain, what happened at the meeting with Charlie McConnell Oak? Um, not a lot, to be honest with you, Alan. Um, we, what, what came out of the meeting was another committee. So um, uh, it's very, I suppose it's very frustrating, especially down here in the southeast. Um, I spent Sunday and Monday uh, ploughing, and I can say, tell you that uh, my phone never stopped with people concerned, first of all, that the, the, you know, the, the rumour mill that they were going to have to, to sow grain and whatever else. So it's, I suppose we need to we need to get some action. I see on AgriLand the minister's comments that we have time to sort this out, um, and I can honestly tell you and um, that we don't have time. Um, yesterday has obviously kicked uh, sowing in in Mexico back a week or maybe more, but we this is the month for sowing. This is the month for barley, wheat, oats, um, maize. These are these. This is the time. So, if there is going to be, uh, if there's going to be a scheme, if there's going to be something required of, of farming, we need to know, and we need to know now. Well, Malcolm, you raised the issue of about flower production as well, and I mean, I'm just hearing this information firsthand from uh, Jerry. wasn't aware of what happened at the meeting, and perhaps you're hearing it for the first time too. Have you a comment to make on it? Well, no, look, I I guess I'm. Uh, what has happened in Ukraine and the abhorrent Russian invasion of Ukraine will have implications for global food and energy security. I mean, we all know we see the price of petrol and diesel at the pumps. It's going up. Part of that is because of the invasion of Ukraine. There are going to be implications on uh, for food security. So about, for instance, about a quarter of the world's wheat exports come from Russia and Ukraine. We don't import much from that region uh, in terms of foodstuffs, but the point that I've been making is that will have global implications because if you take a quarter of the world's wheat exports uh, out of the market, that has global implications. Uh, and look, I, I, I do get Jer's point. He said, look, there's a committee that has been set up. Yeah. Um, this is about how serious government is taking this. There are serious concerns around food security, uh, security around fertilizer supply and other things. Um, there's no, and, and, look, and I know and Jer and I have talked about this before, there are serious problems uh, for tillage farmers at the moment. Um, but if this war uh, in Ukraine continues, there will be questions around our, our own food security. And we've got to look at ways about ensuring that there is an adequate food supply uh, in Ireland. The issue that I've been raising has been around the fact that, you know, we we import a significant amount of flour into Ireland. Uh, and uh, as you know, the, the Cavanagh brothers from just outside Enniscorthy are looking uh, to build a commercial uh, flour mill. 
that will mean import substitution rather than us having to import over 80% of our flour that we may be able to produce here locally. But we've got to look at ways whereby we can produce more of the food that we can consume here in Ireland mm-hmm. uh, locally. Yeah. Um, because if we're going to if we're going to be relying on imports. Um, you know, and we've we've seen the impact of Brexit, the impact of COVID, and now the war in Ukraine. Uh, you know, there are issues around global supply chain. Oh, okay, I, I mean, just listening to Ger, listening to you, Malcolm. I get from you, Ger. You wanted action. You thought you were going to the meeting where we were going to be told, "Let's start growing grain." Is that have I got that yes. right or got that wrong? You you yeah, didn't I mean, want a committee. Right, you yeah, wanted action. Yeah, that's 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 what we were led to believe that was going to happen. And, and can I just say, just on a local level, and uh, to get it out of the way. Um, since Christmas Day, South Wexford, there was 1,000 acres underwater. 650 acres of that is winter wheat and barley. And despite my many, many... Um, uh, I've, 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 got, I've approached all of our TDs, and including Malcolm as well, but the minister or his department have never, never come back and actually made any serious attempt to help those people. So, you know, if we're going to talk about um, plans, and I am all for it, I, I, you know, we, we, will, we will meet whatever challenge is there put in front of us. Yeah. But there in, in Wexford is a simple thing that a very small amount of money would sort out for those farmers down, in, down towards Kilmore, yeah. and nothing has been done about it. And is that, so all, is that, is that all lost, year? all that, that, that wheat, is that all gone? No, it's not, no, it's, uh, no, it's not all lost, Alan, but, but, but it needs someone to look at it to say, right. you know, if you were in a 20-acre field, you could have a slight high ground in one corner where, the, where it's fine and it's gone in another... Co- you, you need someone to look at it yeah. and say, right, this is what we're going to do. But, but all we're... Uh, there's been three... Le- there's three um, questions being put to, in the doll and I could actually show you the three replies. It's almost cut-and-paste cut responses yeah. from the three letters. Or it's, it, what is the response? But, but as I said, that's just... That's just a local issue, and, yeah. and it, it needs to be out there. But in terms of... No, sorry, Jerry. what was the response to the three questions? What was the general response about the wheat? The, the general response was the department is monitoring the situation. We believe the flood level is going down. Oh, and by the way, we give you TAMs and we give you straw chopping um, grants, and, you know, schemes. Yeah. Like, if, this is not, this is, if your car crashes into a wall, the insurance company telling you you've got a full tank of petrol is no good to you. Right. So you know, what, it's just. Yeah. It's so just some, what needs to be done then, Ger? What needs to be done with this land? It, the, the department needs to get somebody out on the ground, either Chagas or whatever, and say, "Okay, your field is gone. Your field is okay. Mm. You know, here is whatever. I don't right. care. You pick a number out of the air. Here's a hundred euros per acre right. to reseed it, a resow okay. of wheat." Malcolm, what, what do you think it's of what simple, Ger's just said thing. there? What, what's your reaction to that? He's, he's obviously spoken to you about it. Is anything yeah, being done? Well, I, I, I'm not, and I. I I would certainly like to think, uh, and Jer knows, you know, I've, I've engaged regularly with the IFA around all of those issues. There are significant challenges. And he's right because of, you know, the, the, the adverse weather conditions we've had. It, it has impacted a lot on tillage farmers and tillage farmers have been under pressure for, for quite a while. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm agreeing with Jer. I'm, I'm not disputing with him. There, there doesn't need to be action that needs to take place. Uh, and I, I know we say, look, the, 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 you know, there's a committee that's been set up, but it does mean that this is how serious this issue is being taken. Uh, we need to ensure that we have food and fertilizer security uh, over the next period because, uh, um, like, you had a brilliant program yesterday. You were talking about, you know, the humanitarian impact on yeah. the people from Ukraine and so on. 
the results are going to be an economic uh, an economic impact. We are all going to uh, face real real hardship because of uh, the impact that this war is going to have from an economic perspective. Uh, we've got to do it. Uh, we have to ensure that the economic sanctions impact on Putin and those who are surrounding him. Um, but that does mean that that, that has consequences for us. And uh, I, I think we've, we've got to work. And look, I, I have no doubt in terms of Jared, the farm organisations, yeah. you know, they will step up to the plate. Uh, the farm organisations... But they want the government to step up to the plate. They're looking for real action. Like, listening to Jared there, he went and met the minister yesterday. He was offered another committee. I think Jer, they want to get the boys and girls and farming and Wexford into action. Get the stuff grown. Oh. That's what they want. Yeah, I, I would say that Malcolm, is, in fairness to him, is very uh, pro-agriculture. And we've met him on on lots of occasions, and certainly he's he is one of a uh, one of our pillars that we look to um, uh, from our elective representatives. But literally, I, I know you're going to talk about fertilizer and probably diesel, green diesel tomorrow, agri diesel. But I mean, you know, you had someone on earlier talking about going to work, that the cost of going to work. Yeah. When we go outside the door now, our cost is is absolutely horrendous. Yeah. And I am I'm delighted to hear that you're breaking down between food and fodder, because this committee is called Food and Fodder Special Committee, or whatever it's called. We have two very distinct. Fodder, we will sort out fodder. We always have in Ireland. Food um, is is key. We need need food security. Uh, And that's, you know, I know it's it's kind of so hard for people after 30 or 40 or 50 years um, to think of food security. Food has been cheap. Food has, has come readily to people. We are in a situation now where that's not going to happen. We we need, and I know you said it again yesterday. There's no, we we don't need to start panicking here. But now is the time. Right now is the time. We need to sow. We need we need something on on the price of, of diesel. We need something on the price of fertilizer. Yeah. Um. You know, any grandiose okay. uh, committees or or European chats. It's not going to help us. We need it. We need when we need it now. All right, Malcolm. There's a very strong comment coming in from Thomas Kenny in Brideswell Gorey. He says, "Malcolm, under your party, going back through the decades, you have closed sugar beet company mills, biofuel and ethanol factories throughout the southeast. So now it beggars belief that you are now under pressure. You expect farmers to come along to the rescue. A lot of windbagging by the government yet again. Listen to the farmer. He no more than you'll ever be capable of understanding. Again, Thomas, I won't go into personal comments, but when it comes to the closure of these factories." Is it coming back to bite the government now, Malcolm? Well, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with Thomas. I mean, what I've been working to try to do and the arguments I've been making to Shannon over the, the last while is around our need to reopen uh, commercial fell mills. Uh, we've the Cavendish Brothers in County Wexford who have planning permission for a commercial th- uh, flour mill. I want to see that go ahead. Uh, at the moment, we're importing over 80% uh, of our flour. So we can produce all the wheat that we want here, but if we can't uh, mill that, we don't have uh, you know, the commercial flour that we need. Um, what's fascinating is the average person in Ireland eats 54 kilograms of flour every year through bread and bread products. Hmm. Uh, and, and we've got to look at it and what I'm trying to do, and I'm happy to work with Jeremy. Okay. I, I, I yep. totally accept, you know, Thomas's right. point. I'm, I'm not from a farming background, okay. but I do appreciate the importance uh, of farming and food security to County Wexford and to Ireland. And I think now... All right. 
because of what's happening globally, we've got to look at import substitution. Uh, flour is one of the areas that, that we can do it. And I, I, I totally get Jared's point. And I want to get Jared's um, response and the reaction to that. But Malcolm, there's one question you skirted around that I'd like you to try and answer for me, please. The direct question and the point that Jared raised about the flooding of the farms in Wexford that are underwater, that the wheat can still be saved. Can you take up the mantle to raise that again? Because people are asking, uh, to be fair to you, I'm not quite sure if you got a chance to answer the question, but I'm giving you the chance to answer it now. Direct question. The land that is underwater, what are you going to do about it? Well, 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 I have in, in, in I, I will say in fairness, I have been, and I, I hope, you know, I think George did acknowledge, you know, I have been a voice uh, on behalf of the farmers and for agriculture uh, in County Wexford. Um, we really need to value okay. the contribution of farm families. And we, do all, made, and we do all that, Malcolm, but what are you going to do about that land? Well, well I, I, I have been raising it with Minister McConnell-Logue. Uh, the fact as well now that we do have a committee around food security, and I've been raising this question long before the invasion of Ukraine uh, uh-huh. about the importance of our, our, our food security. I think it's now firmly on the, on the agenda. Okay. So, look, I'm, I'm going to continue, I'm going to continue okay. to raise it. Yeah. I have no problem, as Jer knows. I'm very happy to meet with the IFA and with farm groups, and I do so on a, on a, on a regular basis. And Thomas, who texted in, I have no problem in terms of meeting with Thomas on, on uh, direct issues okay. uh, either. But, 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 you know, I've been making an argument, uh, Alan, for a long time around food security. Uh, and I think it's now at this crisis point, because we, we had it with Brexit, we had it with COVID, but now because of, of, of Russia's unlawful invasion of Ukraine, it's really come to a head. All right. uh, and, you know, I, I think it's a good thing that we're now debating and discussing. Of course it is. And look, I'm glad that you're going to follow up on the land that's underwater down in, 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 in the Kilmore area. Is that where you said it is, Ger? I'm trying to remember where you said it is. It was, indeed, yeah. Okay, just before we conclude, Malcolm has raised some very interesting points about the need to support a company like Cavanas. As a matter of interest, Malcolm, uh, how how could they start milling flour if if they got to the go ahead? Well, well, you know, I, I think Alan, you should you should talk to the cabinets. I mean, they're, they're to really talk to them, impressive yeah. brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, willing to but, talk but to them. They have yeah. they planning permission. They're ready to go. We're trying to, you know, ensure that there's government support for this. But if we can start to mill, you know, flour commercially here in Wexford and in Ireland, yeah. you know, that's import substitution. It means we're not going to be importing it. Uh, from the UK, it gives us a level of, of, of food security. And unfortunately, Alan, uh, you know, and, and, and Ger knows this, we're going to see a lot of disruption, Ger is right. right. The cheap food policy that, that we've been pursuing, it's going to be challenged in a big way. Um, yeah. and, and the more that we can produce here and ensure that we support our farmers in that production, the better. That's really crucial. I leave the final word to you, Ger, and that is in connection with what Malcolm has said there about uh, a company like the Cavan is getting on board and making the flour. Uh, what do you think? I, absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I've seen a, a couple of programs on them. And I mean, obviously, a town like Inniscorty, um was a mill town, you know, going back to, going back to years. So, Yes, that's absolutely something that, that needs to be put into the, 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 the scheme of things. Um, and it's something really that we can do. And there's no question about that. But I suppose I know, and again, I, I have to remind people, yeah. um, your program yesterday was fantastic. You know, people are suffering in the Ukraine today. Um, and, you know, we have to bear them in mind. Yeah. But on, on our own doorstep, we need, we need something done about agri-diesel. We need something done about fertilizer. And uh, people are really, you know, farmers are ringing me yeah. on the hour, every hour I'm getting calls. What well, to do? What do I do? And do do? I unfortunately don't have the answers. And I would love somebody to come forward as soon as possible. 
and tell us, give us a plan that we can work to and we will work to it. I'm glad. Are you still there with me, Malcolm? Are you gone? No, no, no. Yeah, I just have to round it off because we've got to, we've other items coming up in the morning, makes a lot to get through. But I'm glad both of you referred to the program yesterday because I got a really nasty text sent to me after the program which said I should be focusing on issues that concern Wexford people. And it really rattled me a little bit because when I left the studio yesterday, having met these wonderful people from Ukraine, they are our people. They're part of us. You know, so I mean, I was horrified by the text, and sometimes texts don't bother me, but this one really rattled me. Because they are well, our people, well, aren't I, they? I, I want to say, uh, you know, what Southeast Radio and the People Group newspapers did yesterday, uh, it, it was very positive. The people from Ukraine who are in County Wexford, there are brothers and sisters who are contributing to our, our community. Uh, you know, but what is, what is happening in Ukraine is horrific. Uh, this is on our doorstep. You know, only a couple of weeks ago, they were going about their lives the same way that all of us go about our lives. We've got to stand up. Uh, to this abuse of international law and human rights. Because if we don't, it will have implications. And for, for that listener who says about, you know, focus on issues that impact uh, on Wexford, what's happening in Ukraine is impacting. What Jer and I are talking about, you know, around issues around food security and the cost of fuel, that's all traceable to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So even from a pure economic perspective, yeah. apart from you know, the humanitarian issue, what is happening in Ukraine is impacting on all of us. And this is our time that we need, and we have, we'll have differences, but we need to stand up and support the people of Ukraine yeah. uh, at this time. Uh, and and I, I have to say, and I genuinely, I commend Southeast Radio and People News continue to raise those issues, talk about those issues. We will disagree on a lot of domestic issues and so on, but this is about human okay. rights, it's about democracy, it's about things that we in many ways in Ireland take for granted, and we've got to stand up. And- Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.